0: Welcome to Spectacular Slovakia, the podcast in which we talk about all things Slovak, from food to culture and everything in between. Halloween, the spooky candy-filled holiday Americans love to celebrate, is fast approaching. Who better to celebrate with than fellow American, Tally Schoberg Barney? Our
1: whole neighborhood is decorated, not necessarily with ghosts and witches like you might find in the US, but definitely with fall themes and with a lot of pumpkins.
0: Today, Tally will share how she celebrates Halloween with her family in Slovakia. And now, here's the show. Welcome back, Tally. Thank you. It's great to be here. So, Tally, do you know anything about the origins of Halloween? I've heard some stories, but I'd be
1: interested to hear from you, uh, your perspective on the origin.
0: Absolutely. So um, I didn't realize this, but it's actually an ancient Celtic festival. So it used to be called Soin. And basically during this festival, the Celts would celebrate New Year's Eve. So their New Year's was on November 1st, which is now known as All Saints Day. So on Halloween or All Hallows Eve, they marked the end of summer. And the end of their harvest and basically welcomed winter, which was a time of year that was often associated with human death. And the Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred, which sort of explains why we associate it with ghosts and creepy monsters and that kind of stuff. And to come out... Yeah. (laughs) And to celebrate the event, they used to build huge bonfires, burn crops and animals as sacrifices, and they would wear costumes to scare away the evil spirits. So hence why we dress up in strange costumes as well. But America was not introduced to Halloween until the second half of the 19th century, when Irish immigrants who were fleeing the Irish potato famine, basically introduced this holiday to Americans. And uh, what I found interesting was trick-or-treating basically started because in the past poor people would visit the houses of wealthier families And they would receive food in exchange They would pray for the souls of the homeowners' dead relatives And this practice was later taken up by children who would go door-to-door asking for gifts like food money and ale Um, Now they just basically get a lot of candy (laughs) Uh, So that's fantastic. So yeah, that's how Halloween started and I I think we can agree it's, it's very popular in the U.S., not so much yes. in Europe, but you have lived in Slovakia for, is it seven years now?
1: Yes, it's been seven years.
0: Yeah, so can you tell us, uh, because you have children, uh, how you and
1: your family celebrate Halloween in Slovakia? Sure. So, so we love the fall. We're all fall birthdays, fall families. Uh, we hold an annual Halloween party for friends at our house. So every year we open our doors and have a big party. We typically have a theme. This year we invited the entire school staff and their children with the theme of magical forest creatures. So everyone had to come in a costume as a creature from the forest. We played American Halloween games. We had a strobe light dance party to (laughs) songs like Thriller and Ghostbusters. And we end it with trick-or-treating inside the house, which is so fun because the grown-ups hide in different rooms with buckets of candy, and then the kids go knocking. So it's really (laughs) silly, but the kids really enjoy it in terms of candy we mix slovak and american candies my friend just came from the usa so she brought me some candy corn we carve pumpkins and we also every year submit a pumpkin to our school's annual decorating contest so this year the kids were really excited because our robot pumpkin won most creative in terms of, of other, I think, typical U.S. Halloween traditions, we do stay away from stories that are too scary since our children are quite young, and my husband and I don't believe in watching horror movies in general, so all of those kinds of elements we we stay pretty far away from.
0: Okay, I, I like that, and congratulations on winning the pumpkin contest. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) Okay. And so when you lived back in the U.S., I guess it's been a while. Um,
1: (laughs) It's been a while. Yeah, it's been about 12 years.
0: Okay. So uh, when you were back in the U.S., did you celebrate it in a very different way or is it quite similar?
1: Well, I would say the candy is at times different, as well as the activities. When I was a kid, we always did apple bobbing, and we tried that here at a Halloween party a few years ago, but the parents didn't like it because it was too many germs during flu season. You know, (laughs) apple bobbing is where you stick your face into a bucket of water and try to grab one of the apples with your mouth. But I I also think the Halloween that I remember as a child, the trick-or-treating, we used to run around the neighborhood after dark for hours, and I'm just not sure that that's still the case in much of the United States. We're really lucky because we spend the summers now at a small lake in Michigan, and we have a lake association that every year in August does an old-fashioned trick-or-treating around the lake for the kids in the summer. So my children have an opportunity to experience more of a traditional Halloween-like my husband and I had as children.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. You know, you're a mom, but you're also a school counselor at an international school in Bratislava. So during the school day, do you celebrate Halloween with your
1: students? We do. Well, we have a big celebration that we call Fall Festival. We don't call it Halloween because we try to respect all perspectives on the holiday, but it's a key tradition that brings our school together to celebrate the change in the seasons, friendship and connection that our families and the school share. So it really celebrates the season of giving, but also represents its playfulness. Parents and children take part in various activities, and they carve pumpkins together. They decorate the school with all kinds of creations that they've made. And we have themed games, craft stations. We sell all kinds of pastries. And uh, the kids just really enjoy it, and the parents enjoy it, too. One of my favorite aspects of this night is the way that our high school students dress up, and they run games for the younger children, and the children can win little treats. And then the parents decorate their cars in the parking lot, and we do a big trunk-or-treat, which is this activity that's sort of like trick-or-treat, only it happens just with cars being decorated And children can get treats from the different cars. So Uh, it's a lot of fun because everyone goes all out. And then during our school day at the elementary campus, we have a costume walk. And as an American, you remember this, you bring (laughs) your costume to school and you change into it and then you walk around the gym to sort of this Halloween music And everybody claps for you and you get to show off your costume. So our kids and our students get to participate in that every year and they really look forward to it.
0: Yeah, that sounds like loads of fun. Can I come? Oh, great. And so for some parents, the scariest part of Halloween is actually all the sugar their kids consume in one night. So do you believe yes. in a candy filled Halloween? Or do you try and reduce the sugar intake? Is that even possible on Halloween?
1: No, we pretty much <laughs> let the kids go crazy. When when I was young, my older sister used to save her candy, we would both go trick or treating for hours. And she would save her candy and just eat one piece a day. Because she wow. had such great self control. And I would eat all of mine at once and feel sick. And then I would be jealous that my sister still had her whole bag. And it's funny because I see this dynamic with my own children. My daughter loves to eat as much candy as possible. And my son is quite careful about saving his. But at our Halloween party, we let them eat what they want. They get to stay up late. And then eventually we see that there is a sugar crash around 10 p.m. And that's <laughs> when we know they're done.
0: Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and so you actually live in Dunajska Luzna, which is a smaller town or, or city outside of Bratislava. So do your Slovak neighbors know about Halloween and how Americans celebrate it?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I'm so glad you asked this question because our neighbors are so fabulous. They're actually having a neighborhood trick-or-treating event. Oh. Yeah, and they're so kind. They wrote it down. Down in English to make sure that we could take part since they don't trust our Slovak language. Uh, but <laughs> we, made, we made in preparation for our costume party, we made these shrunken apple heads and we put them on the points of our gate and our front lawn and our neighbors really thought that was fun. But our whole neighborhood is decorated not necessarily with ghosts and witches like you might find in the U.S., but definitely with fall themes and with a lot of pumpkins. So it's like more of a harvest event, but with the leaves changing, everyone's garden looks so fabulous, and the whole neighborhood is coming together to do this American-style trick-or-treating event, which I think is just really exciting and and fun for the kids. Yeah,
0: that sounds wonderful. And so the day after Halloween, Slovaks celebrate All Saints Day, uh, which is a more somber occasion, in which they visit the graves of their family members and honor them by lighting candles in their memory. So do you recognize this holiday and participate as well?
1: We do. We always get candles, and we go to the cemetery to light them. This is a special day for us since I lost my father and my husband lost his stepmother in recent years. So we were really close to both of them. And what we like to do is we like to light candles and we tell stories about people in our family that our children are too young to remember. So it becomes an important day for us living here. But it's one of these special rituals that we will carry forward for the rest of our lives, no matter how long we live in Slovakia. And this night, I don't know how it is for other families, but for us, it typically involves a lot of tears on my part, mm-hmm. but I think it's, it's good for our children to see how hard we love and that missing people and honoring them. It's just part of the natural circle of life. And this this night to pay respect and to have a quiet day of remembering, is it's so valuable, and I really, really love it.
0: Yeah, that's really lovely. And um, it's nice to hear because Halloween traditionally is sort of a spooky holiday, but it sounds like the way yeah. you celebrate it, it uh, brings together communities, and it's just a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: it is and i think celebrating the change of the seasons it's always a nice it's always a nice way to sort of bring in that darkness of winter yeah. to just enjoy enjoy all the vibrant colors of fall because you know that that a dark winter is coming
0: <laughs> well tally thank you so much and i wish you a happy halloween <laughs> well thank you so much and a happy halloween to you as well all the best thank you tally If you would like to listen to more of Spectacular Slovakia, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and of course at Spectator.sk. While you're on Spectator.sk, be sure to check out our wide selection of Spectacular Slovakia travel guides. These handy-dandy, pocket-sized guides are great travel companions and will tell you everything you want to know about traveling in this spectacular country. And don't worry, they're in English. Thanks for lending an ear, listeners. Catch you next week, and happy Halloween.